Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Today is Thursday, November 25, and it is the day um, that we eat turkey and we watch the Lions lose or tie because uh, you, you're not <laughs> as big of a Lions fan. But they, they had not won a game until this past Sunday, um, although when you guys are listening to us, they have another game in between. But they own eight and then they tied. They can't even win a game. Um, so we'll, we'll eat turkey today and we'll watch the Lions lose. Um, or we can pray for a Thanksgiving miracle and maybe they'll actually win. I don't know. <laughs> but um, anyway, so uh, always on Thursdays, the podcast, we call it Thankfulness Thursday and our guests share um, kind of what they're thankful for. So today is like the Mac Daddy of Thankfulness Thursday <laughs> since it is Thanksgiving, the day, the one day out of the year that we need to be thankful. I mean, just just kidding. We need to be thankful every day. Yeah. So um, Jackie, are there some things that you are thankful for? Yeah, you know, and I think just over the past few weeks, um, thankful for family and just togetherness of, of the family. Um, I mean, I, that's part of what I enjoy about the holidays. I know I said that earlier this week, too. But, um, you know, I think in the last few weeks, we've been able to see um, a couple of our kids in shows mm-hmm. and support them that way and then have other kids come home and visit and do that. Um, yeah. I'm very thankful that soon our college kids will be home so that we get to yeah. to see them um so uh yeah just super grateful for for family and getting to okay. do that all with you awesome yeah when when this airs live all six of us um i believe will be together i think well, ethan will be back for sure and i think drew's gonna be with us on thanksgiving day so um you know and the extended family as well so I am thankful for September 2, 1994. <laughs> That's a good day. That is a good day because that is the day that um, we first met. Um, and it was uh, it was the best day of my life, right? So for all you husbands out there, that's how you get the brownie points. <laughs> um, the only reason why I remember the actual day because it was right after my first nephew was born. Um and I thought it was two days after, but I went back and searched on my calendar and we met on a Friday, which was September 2, and he was born on September 1st. I always thought we met two days after he was born, oh. but because it was Friday night at SCF, it was actually the day after. So anyways, so um, so thank you for putting up with me all these years and for agreeing to be my wife back in the day when I asked. I don't remember exactly what that day was. Um, I know it was 1996. It was probably in august August, right before Mm -hmm. the school year started so so that was a good day and then of course july 12 1997 was the best day getting all the points points, right so now i'm good for the rest of the year right (laughs) i can forget dates and things like that no just teasing um anyway so yes i'm just thankful for um our partnership just um we try to have a, a godly marriage where we support each other in the way God calls us to. And so you've been a blessing to me um, for all these years. So um, so that's probably one of the persons on my thankful list from yesterday. I need to be praying about you so or for you. you. So thank you. Um, anyways, so enough of our little um, 
whatever this was, his last few seconds. Um, let's talk um, about the Bible and let's read. Uh, today's scripture is 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 7. Jack is going to read that for us and then we'll kind of dig in from there. Okay, here we go. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to, to at the proper time. And for this purpose, I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I'm telling the truth. I am not lying. And a true and faithful teacher of the Gentiles. All right. Thank you for that. Um, so in my passage, my Bible, the passage is labeled Instructions on Worship. Um, and I, I found it interesting um, that he tells us to um, first pray for the request, prayers, and intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority. I think that's something that oftentimes is hard for us to do, to pray for those who are in authority, um, whether it's you know a, a boss or um, a political leader, um, you know the president. Um, I think that um, it's important that we do that because the promise after that is. Um, when we do that, when we pray for those in authority, we'll live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. Um, so it's just a reminder that um, we should pray for those who are our earthly leaders. Um, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's a Democrat or a Republican or whatever. You know, Jesus calls us to pray for um, those in charge. And I think uh, just putting in context of when Paul's writing this. Um, he's writing this when Nero was the emperor of uh, of Rome, and he was um, just horrendous to the Christians. Um, he was known for persecution. He was the one that kind of had the idea of throwing them to the lions in the Colosseum and all those things. And so um, Paul is saying, we need to pray for Nero, um, you know, and how hard must that have been, you know, for him to do that? Because this is a man whose goal was to you know, wipe out all Christians. So hmm. anyways, um, so that's kind of just the initial challenge. There's other things in this passage too, but what, what were your initial thoughts? Yeah, that, well, that was a big thing for me as well. Um, I, I appreciate how you talked about Nero there. Cause that gives definitely a different perspective on what it must've been like for, for Paul to write that. Um, if he can pray for Nero and says we need to, then, we can pray for um, our leaders. And I was thinking about leaders, even, you know, within family, we mm -hmm. have leaders, you know, in our workplaces we do at church, we have leaders in the community in the world. Like there's so many people that are leaders um, or, you know, are in charge of things and we don't always agree with what they have mm -hmm. to say. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't need to pray for them. Um, yeah. So whether we agree or not, God's like, yeah, you need to do that um, to help them to intercede on their behalf and to give thanks for them too, which um, that's not always easy. Yeah. But I was really curious when I, when I read it, like, cause it, cause it said pray for all people, but then it like switched to the focus on 
praying for kings and all in authority. It's like, pray for everyone, pray for kings and authority. I'm like, well, that, that was just, I, w- I was curious about that. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably easy for us to pray for those around us, those we love, those who are, but when there's someone in authority over us, oftentimes they they do things that we don't necessarily agree with or necessarily like. And so it's kind of like Paulus saying, okay, don't forget about them as well. You know? mm. And, you know, yeah. you know, something that kind of struck me as I was reading is that Jesus wants all men to be saved and wants all people to come to know God. Um, you know, whether we like the person or not, whether we agree with the person or not, whether we think they're doing a good job or not, you know, um, so Jesus wants them all to be saved. And so, yeah, um, it's probably Paul's reading the room at the time and saying, look, okay, we can't forget about them as mm. well. So I like that. I like that. Yeah. 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 Um, One other thing that um, I just actually, it kind of made me giggle a little bit, but um, when, um, after Paul said, you know, there's one God, one mediator between God and man. Um, and I think in what I read, it's like, he's like, I'm telling the truth. I'm not lying. Um, in another translation, it said, I'm not exaggerating, just telling the truth. Like I, I it made me just chuckle a little bit to, to think about that. It's like, he, it's such a, well, it's, it's such a big thing for him to say like, Hey, there's one God, one mediator. And he realizes what a, um, what a strong statement it is. So it's like, he's pausing like, okay, this is yeah. for real. Like, I'm not exaggerating. This is just the truth. And um, so I, 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 I made my own little tone of voice in my head for Paul. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think that's, that's what good. made me giggle. But, but yeah. Um, yeah, but then just realizing like, okay, he knew that he was saying something mm-hmm. that had just a lot of magnitude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think um, as I read that second part, so about being one God, one meteor between God and man, um, and that he was the ransom for all men. It, it um, reminded me of Monday's passage where where we talk about God is faithful. And, and here is that fulfillment of God's um, plan to have um, one mediator um, that eventually um, there would be nothing separated us from, from God. We'll eventually dwell with him. Um, but at the past several weeks through the podcast, um, we've been reading from Hebrews and almost every week for the past several weeks, there's a passage basically saying this, that there was the old way, the way the priests did things. And you had to go to the priests for, for forgiveness and for sacrifices. And they had it in, you know, kind of speak on your behalf. And now Jesus came and he, he did away with that. Um, and so this was just kind of a, another reminder that um, the old way has passed and Jesus has come to reunite us um, uh, ultimately with God. And so this is my first Godspell reference I said, because uh, I, it took I, I a said, couple of days. It took a couple of days, right? Um, and actually, I might get a second one in later. So, um, anyways, because uh, it's Thanksgiving and there's a perfect song Godspell about all good things come from heaven above. So, mm-hmm. um, now you made me jump out of order. Just teasing. Um, anyway, so there's a there's a story in Luke where um, about the rich man and Lazarus, um, not like Jesus from Lazarus that rises from the dead. This is another Lazarus, um, and the story goes that you know the rich man dies and he goes to hell, but Lazarus when he dies he goes up to heaven. So the rich man is saying to 
um, Abraham up in heaven, hey, send Lazarus to, to you know, give me a drink of water because it's so hot down here and, and I'm being tortured. And Abraham says, well, there's this huge chasm between us. And so people from where you're at in hell can't get here, even if you want to. And people in the heaven, not that they want to, but they can't get down to, uh, they can't go down there because of this chasm. Um, and uh, Jesus closed that chasm, his death, his resurrection, um, th that ransom that he paid for all men was that way to close that chasm between us and God that so we can dwell with him forever um, at the end of time. So anyways, um, those of you who haven't seen Godspell, and that's probably doesn't mean much to you, but that was uh, that was my goal to get Godspell. So, <laughs> um, anyways, um, but again, just that idea that, um, you know, Jesus came once for all. And then a, a further challenge where, um, you know, Paul was saying that's my job to be an apostle, to tell the truth. Like you're saying is, I think that's a, that's a job for us too. You know, today we need to um, tell the truth. We need to share the, spread the, the word, the gospel. And, you know, when um, God fulfills a promise in our life, um, that we've been waiting for. It's our job to share that, to tell others how God fulfilled the promise in our life as an example. So, mm -hmm. all right. I felt like I just babbled for a while. So back to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, my, uh, I didn't really have anything different. My, my takeaway was just feeling convicted um, to pray for leaders, mm. um, especially yeah. if I don't agree with them or if I'm feeling frustrated. Um, um, yeah, with, with how things work. Um, I'm a person who likes to be in charge. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it can be hard if I'm not in charge, if it's not going the way that I want it to. Um, and mm -hmm. so I need to, yeah, I just, I feel convicted to work on that, to, to pray mm -hmm. for, um, leaders. And I, I'm not just thinking like the big leaders, although mm -hmm. I know, you know, I definitely need to pray for them as well. Mm -hmm. Um, certainly more than, and I do all kinds of leaders, but um, I, I suppose I am leaders all over the world. But yeah, I'm just yeah. feeling, uh, yeah, feeling more convicted okay. about praying for those. Good. Well, that's yeah. that's good. Um, so our challenge today, and now I know at family gatherings, you're not supposed to talk about religion or politics or anything like that. So your goal, those of you who are listening, if you're gathering with your family later today, to pray for the one leader that everybody in your household doesn't like. Um, and see what conversations flow as you pass the turkey. So, um, well, maybe not. Um, you want to read the room. But no, in all seriousness, yeah, we do need to pray uh, for all our leaders, regardless of what they believe compared to our beliefs. So I'm glad that that was a challenge for you, and hopefully that's a challenge for our listeners as well. Um, but I just want to add that you know, as we spend this day uh, in Thanksgiving, that it will be a day that we proclaim to the world what Jesus has done um, for the world, but specifically what he's done for you. So as you give thanks, um, as you remember all the good gifts that God has given you, that you would um, express that and um, just remember those as you go out uh, throughout your day, that God has blessed you and he loves you and um, it's, it's, has given us many things to be thankful for. So enjoy your turkey. Watch the Lions lose, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. 
If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.